Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1864 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And it's time, Fire Nation, to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. So visit thefreedomjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Melissa Far. Melissa, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, hells yes. Yes. <laughs> Melissa is a marketing <laughs> strategist who helps entrepreneurs get their online business off the ground. Having built a seven-figure business, she mentors coaches with their sales and launch process to create financial freedom. Melissa, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. Well, I actually had two passions growing up. One was being an athlete. I wanted to be a professional soccer player. That's how my husband and I met. And I played for about 18 years. And then my other passion was musical theater. That's why I live in New York City. But I decided to be a personal trainer, which, um, you know, fed my my desire to be an athlete. And that turned into coaching, which turned into online coaching, which turned into being an online entrepreneur. And um, actually, I was going to mention, I did summer stock in Maine on Lake Keezer. I know Maine is where you're from. Yes, <laughs> the roots, baby. Yeah, yeah. So those are my two passions. And as they evolved, I wound up being an online entrepreneur who's totally obsessed with what I do. I was a water ski instructor up in Poland Springs, which was awesome. Yeah, Trip Lake was an amazing place. Super cool. I'm a big lake person, so I love it. Yeah, love it too. Cool. Well, Melissa, what would you say today, like right now, is your area of expertise? Yeah, um, I work with online entrepreneurs who are new to really help them get traction with their marketing message and then building a following that's super, super engaged because this is the thing that I struggled with so much in the beginning. I was running around trying to sound like everybody else and nobody paid attention to me. Um, So when I really got into finding my own voice and then starting to build relationships with people, that's when I was able to finally get some traction and build a seven-figure business in about two and a half years. And that's what I help my clients do now so they can make money faster and focus on what I call the money-making tasks. So tell us one thing, Melissa, that we don't know about your area of expertise, about finding your voice, about that marketing message. Go deep here. What's something we don't know that we should know as entrepreneurs? Sure. Well, it's the thing that I should have known that took me so long to you know, get traction. It's that regardless of how things change in the online world, because we know how quickly they change, one thing isn't going to change. And that is building a relationship with your audience. It's always going to be important. So what I focus on now that I think so many new online entrepreneurs don't know is that you've got to focus on two things, building an audience and then nurturing that audience the way you would with any other relationship. And I tell my clients, go for 90 days, like 90 days straight, focusing on just those two things, anything to build, anything to nurture, because a lot of entrepreneurs, they want to take the leap or they have taken it, but they're like desperate for cash. And so they're not thinking about playing a longer game that is much more profitable. And if, you know, some of these listeners, you have a day job, you might be working on building and nurturing 
for a bit first. So you can let go of, as JLD would say, the golden handcuffs. And and you can do things like don't be afraid to pull your audience and ask them, you know, what do you want to hear from me? What's the best content you want? That's a great form of nurturing them as well. Yeah. So nurturing, that was a great way to cover that is pulling your audience, asking for surveys, asking what is your problem, and then creating mm. the solution for them. So let's maybe flip on to the beginning part of that. What's a unique way, Melissa, that either you or one of your clients has actually grown that audience from the beginning? Get unique here. Sure. So, I mean, I've built my list by thousands using my Facebook group. And I, I, I know there's some people who are not pro Facebook group. I love it. I've built my group to over 13,000 members and I use Facebook live a lot of the time. I love being on video. I love talking and I love being super generous with content. So I use my free Facebook group. I use live video and then I'm not afraid to give my best stuff because for me, it's just about being able to really give something that you know your audience needs so badly, it's absolutely must have, and then be able to point out afterward what they may still need. And then the solution can be working with you further if they want. But either way, the relationship has great trust because you've been generous, right? Wow, that's powerful, Fire Nation. And by the way, if you're not pro Facebook groups, I don't know what you're pro because (laughs) that's an amazing way to grow and to nurture and to just be a part of other people's lives. Facebook groups that we have for our our journals and for our communities like Podcasters Paradise are absolutely priceless. Now, Melissa, we're talking about the good stuff now. That's over. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the bad. (laughs) I want to talk about the lowest of the low. Take us to your worst entrepreneurial moment. Tell us that story. Sure. I love sharing this because people make assumptions that it's easy all the time and it's hmm. not. I um, When I first started this business I'm running now, I just had the hardest time getting traction. I was about $43,000 in debt. I had no savings. I didn't have much in my checking account. I did have a good enough credit score to have like some credit cards, but um. It took me five months or so to book my first client, and I just was in constant panic. I was in that desperation place that I spoke about before where building and nurturing an audience was the last thing I was thinking about. I was trying to sound like everybody else, and I I feel like it was just day after day, week after week of me going further into debt and having absolutely no revenue, let alone a profit. Um, so I wasn't somebody who took off really quickly at the beginning, even though five months is relatively a short period of time. And the, the, the pressure of wondering when this was going to work and how I was going to pay off that debt was probably like a, one of the lowest of the low moments for me. And, and I wasn't seeing any other smaller results that were actually working along the way. So it was a sad, sad time. <laughs> so let's talk right now about the lesson that you learned. Like what's the biggest takeaway from that worst moment that you want to make sure Fire Nation gets? My big moment there was when I realized on the phone with one of my coaches, I actually, this is embarrassing. I told her I was so busy. I didn't have time to wash my face. Don't tell anyone, JLD. I won't tell anybody. And she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) So I just was, I said, you know, I'm working all day long. I'm doing all these tasks. And I got off the phone after we talked through it. And I was like, what am I doing with my time? And I was like, I'm acting like a virtual assistant. I am not acting like a CEO or like the lead strategist of my business. And I realized that it's so easy for all of us to get bright, shiny object syndrome and to think that we need something more. And it's not that it's not good to have a mentor to be educated and informed. Of course it is, but it can't always be input. It has to be output. 
So my big aha there was that I needed time every single day just to think. And I literally started carving out 20 to 30 minutes. Now I have a whole hour every day that's filled with thinking and meditation and other things I do where I let my own creativity and intuition come out. And that's why I think so much of my content, although it's been taught before some of it, is completely original because it's mixed with my story and my own ideas because I've, I've carved out this chunk of time every day to listen to me before I listen to anybody else. So my day is always on my terms. 90% of my best money-making ideas, like my flagship group program, it's under and unforgettable. It's generated nearly a million in sales over 18 months. Every idea that came into that program came from what I call my listening time. And that gets priority over listening to anybody else. My day is on my terms. I mean, Fire Nation, can you honestly yeah. say that about yourself? And if you can't, that's okay. That's, that's kind of actually <laughs> more normal than not. But hey, work towards that. Work on having your day be on your terms. And write down those tasks. Like Melissa said, I mean, you're going to look at those tasks. And there's actually a great exercise in Virtual Freedom by Chris Ducker, a great book, where he makes you write down all of your tasks that you do every single day and then mm-hmm. put those into different groups, $10 tasks, $100 tasks, $1,000 mm-hmm. tasks, and then hopefully eventually a $10,000 task, meaning that you could hire somebody to do those tasks for $10 an hour, then why are you doing it? Why don't you, why Mm -hmm. why are you paying yourself $10 an hour? Why not find somebody to do those tasks for you so you can do those hopefully soon $1,000 an hour, $10,000 an hour tasks that make the difference? I mean, that task that Melissa now did that created over a million dollars in 18 months, that was more than a $10,000 an hour task. So that's what you want to be focusing on, Fire Nation. So we've talked about the worst moment. Now let's talk about one of the greatest ideas you've had. Obviously, giving yourself time every single day to think is a phenomenal idea. So Fire Nation, put that one in the bank. Melissa, what's another one? Tell us that story. My degree, like I shared, was in musical theater, right? And I, maybe I didn't show that yet, but that was my other passion that I really had. And I don't ever feel like I gave that up, but I love to perform. It's really fun for me. And so I remember Periscope came out in July of 2015. And one of my friends was like, you know, I think you'd be good on video. You should do video. And so I I got on Periscope. It's kind of died out now, but I, I, now I use Facebook live or any kind of live streaming is like my favorite thing. And what I noticed over time was just how fast I could build a relationship with my audience. And I think the way the online world is changing that anything you can do, even if it's video, um, but it's not just an email or it's not just a free PDF download. I accompany almost every piece of free content I do, usually with video, sometimes with audio, so that my audience can feel like they know me. And I did my first six-figure launch nine months into my business. I did 147K, and I had my launch manager interview people. And every single one of them said, I feel like I knew her, and I wanted to hang out and be friends. And it was my absolute plan to, to have my audience feel how much I genuinely care about their success. And so I try to incorporate video to almost everything I do because that's my zone of genius and I absolutely adore it. And so I think that for other people listening, it may not be video, but if you can find your medium that makes you feel like you're at home and you can shine, that's the the way to put your, the place to put your effort to really connect with your audience so you can build that audience. And then when you focus on building and nurturing, it's so much more powerful because you're, you're turned on. Melissa, for the rest of this interview, it's Zone of Fire, not Zone of Genius. Just so we can stay on brands. Totally. Zone of Fire. Gotcha. (laughs) Let's talk about the takeaway. Like, what is the one thing from that great idea that you had, you know, that realizing your strength that you want to make sure our listeners get? 
I think it really is to figure out what lights you up the most, what excites you the most. Um, is Are you a great at writing? Are you great at language and being able to um, you know, write killer copy? Is it that you're great on video? Is it that you love delivering webinars? I think that it's so important to figure out the best way to connect with your audience and then figure out how that matches up with your talents so that when you connect, it feels really genuine and not just like you're trying to get something from your audience, that it's really building that relationship by using your skills. And Fire Nation, you might have the curse some knowledge like you might not even recognize something that you're good at that that other people aren't that good at so go to your friends your family your loved ones and ask them the question hey if somebody mom or dad or sister or you know friend if somebody was to ask you what is JLD good at how would you respond to that question like see what others perceive you as good at that could really start to spark something and say wow like I just assumed everybody knew X or Y or Z or I thought I assumed everybody else was naturally good at X or Y or Z. And if they're not, because they see you as especially good at that, that could be something that you hang on to. So mm. Melissa, with everything you have going on right now, what are you most excited about when you wake up in the morning? Like what fires you up in your business today? I'm just super fired up about growing my audience and having killer engagement. That is my biggest thing right now. And for example, like on my Facebook lives, I'm getting about a thousand views in 24 hours. Um, and usually up to anywhere from 100 to 400 comments in the hour that I'll be on live. And then we're really building the list by thousands every single month. And it's all coming back to that really super generous feel of building and then of nurturing. Um, and I do a lot of trainings about building your following and creating engagement. But that's really the thing, really, really boosting engagement and creating a genuine relationship. Fire Nation, if you think MP has been dropping value bombs, well, you're right. And more are coming in the lightning round when we get back from thanking our sponsors. If you've ever thought about owning a franchise, then you're not alone. But have you ever thought about owning a children's services franchise? If you love music, then School of Rock is a children's services franchise you should definitely check out. School of Rock owners love their business because they get to pass the torch of musicality to the new generation of musicians within their community and operate a profitable business at the same time. School of Rock is a network of over 200 locations and 25,000 students worldwide. The program gets kids up on stage and playing at real rock venues in addition to taking them on tour, offering recording opportunities and having them workshop with accomplished musicians entrepreneur magazine even named school of rock 2017's number one child enrichment program want to learn more school of rock has put together an exclusive download just for you visit franchising.schoolofrock.com contact the school of rock team and tell them entrepreneurs on fire sent you that's franchising.schoolofrock.com as a business owner, peace of mind can be hard to come by. For me, having peace of mind for my website is huge. I want to know my website is safe and fast because I know if my load times aren't on point or if an attack happens, that means my visitors are going somewhere else. That's why I want to tell you about Encapsula. Encapsula protects and accelerates over 4 million websites every day from individual bloggers all the way up to Fortune 500 companies. In a nutshell, it sits between your servers and 
train your customers to protect you and them. Encapsula's custom software and servers, plus their 24-7 operations team, keep everything up and running so you don't have to worry. Get a free enterprise trial of Encapsula's services when you visit lp.encapsula.com slash 2017podcasts. That's lp.encapsula.com slash 2017podcasts. MP, are you ready to rock the lightning round? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I would say letting go of my golden handcuffs, which was my personal training job. That was a lot more comfortable, but not as much potential. What is the best advice you have ever received? Don't judge what's possible for you in the future by what you've been able to achieve in the past. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? (sighs) I get eight to nine hours of sleep almost every night. Fire Nation, don't underestimate sleep. Those people that are doing five or six hours, blowing up their adrenals, they are not (laughs) in it for the long haul, and this is a marathon. I get eight hours. I actually set my alarm clock for nine hours when I get into bed because I know that I'm not going to get to sleep right away, so I want that eight hours minimum. And if you could recommend one internet resource, Melissa, what would it be and why? I love Airtable, actually. It's like an online database spreadsheet style. And we use this in my business for like email sequences, whether it's an evergreen funnel or a launch. It's the super cool way to stay organized. I really like it. Recommend one book and share why. I have to say The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. More of us need to believe in the potential for our lives to go well all the time. That's why you were saying Zone of Genius. Now I get it. (laughs) Fire Nation, if you wanted to listen to that book for free on Audible um, and you don't have an account already, just head over to eofirebook.com and you can listen for free. Great audiobook. Melissa, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, you can connect with me at melissafar.com. And I actually have this really amazing free resource for your audience, JLD, I'm super excited about. It's called Four Free Ways to Grow Your List by Thousands Using Facebook Groups. And it's really about what we talked about, um, using your Facebook group and free content to build and nurture your audience as best as you can. Um, It's at melissafar.com forward slash fire. And um, it also leads into how you can enroll them as high-level clients into group programs, courses, or even sell passive income. And a parting piece of guidance. Parting piece of guidance. I think that the biggest thing to really focus on as an entrepreneur is just being consistent and staying out of bright, shiny object syndrome. That would be my biggest piece of advice. It's so easy to get distracted in the online world. But I think if you can focus on two things every 90 days, along with that building and nurturing, you'll be good. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with MP and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Melissa in our search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And these are the best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation. Timestamps, links galore. But of course, head directly over to melissafar.com slash fire and far is spelled P-H-A-R-R. So melissafar.com slash fire for that free gift. Four ways to grow your list by thousands by using your Facebook group. Melissa, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Melissa today. And check out our free podcasting course so that you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Free podcast 
podcastcourse.com. I'll catch you there, or I'll catch you on the flippity flip side. Encapsula protects and accelerates over 4 million websites every day from individual bloggers all the way up to Fortune 500 companies. Get a free enterprise trial of Encapsula's services when you visit lp.encapsula.com slash 2017 podcasts.